Hey, everybody. Welcome to the DBIP Group live Q&A, your daily live cast, bringing you guys answers to common intellectual property questions with Amir and Victoria. We're coming at you guys every single morning around 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. Uh, this is episode number 50, Big 5-0. We, uh, we've been super consistent, thanks to Victoria and her hard work. Uh, we've been able to bring you guys an episode every single day of the week, so pretty cool. Um, so this is a Q&A show, so we like to start with talking about what we did the day before. Um, before I, we do that, though, I just want to say that we've been doing creating some really awesome content around trademarks involving clothing and, and apparel brands. Um, and we did a whole series of episodes on how to actually file a trademark application from start to finish uh, from the perspective of both an individual and then also a company for word marks and logos for the TS standard and TS plus applications. Uh, and then we also did intent to use and actual use applications. So literally did start to finish how you do go about it. So pretty, pretty good content, pretty awesome stuff. Um, now we're looking at other ways of protecting clothing. So through both the, the lens of design patents and also trademarks actually. So it's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Um, we're gonna do some follow up episode on how to look at, uh, how to look up trademark for, for various fashion items. Um, so yeah, um, why don't we start off with having Victoria tell us about what we did yesterday? Uh, yeah, we had a show yesterday, even though it was Labor Day. Um, so Victoria, what did we do yesterday? Yesterday we showed how to find patent designs for sandals and flip flops. Yeah, so in honor of Labor Day, we thought, oh, we'll do something involving uh, being out in the sun. Uh, so we we saw a bunch of design patents out there for for flip flops and sandals. Pretty cool stuff. Um, Today, what are we going to do, Victoria? Today, we're asking how to find trademarks from various brands and fashion houses. Awesome. So in order to do that, the first thing that you want to do is, is you want to use the trademark database uh, to search. Now, one, one obvious thing that you can do is, is that you can just search by the name of the fashion house. So you could, for example, if there's a, if there's a brand that you, that you really like, uh, you could just search by their name. So that's what we'll do today. I'll show you guys how to do search by names. Um, and then another cool thing though, is that you can also search by region. So that's another thing possible thing that you can do. Um, and if you're looking for a specific item of clothing that's covered by a brand, um, or, or let's, let's say you wanna search for flip-flops, you can do that as well. Uh, and you can do it by region. So you can get some interesting results. Um, why don't we jump in? We'll see what we can find, see what we drum up today. So the first thing that you want to do is, is you want to go to tsdr.uspto.gov. Uh, let's throw it up. Here it is. And then I'm also going to throw up my stream as well. Um, I'm actually already at the site. You don't actually have to be logged in in order to get to here. Uh, but what you're going to want to do is you want to click on search trademarks. And then you're going to want to do an advanced search. So they're free form basically. Um, I already have a search in here. Uh, let me, I'm gonna delete it. Let's just start from scratch. Um, you see this, there's a legend right down below. This this gives you the field codes. Um, one thing that you wanna do initially, I think is you wanna, you probably wanna search marks that are live. This is just a preference. I mean, you could, if you were interested in also looking at marks that no longer exist, you could do that as well. Um, so the call of the question was, 
how to find trademarks from various fashion houses. So one thing you can do is you can just do a search by the name. So what's a what's the name of a of a, fa a fashion brand, Victoria? You think of one? Yeah, uh, Christian Dior. Beautiful. Let's see. Let's do Christian Dior. Let's see what what marks we can find. Oh, this search code here that I'm using is ON. So that means that's owner name. So you see that ON owner name. Um, so we're going to look for all Christian Dior live trademarks. Now, one thing I'll point out also is, is that this and here, um, if we took that and out, then it would actually be an or. So it would actually be or and Christian. So it would match all, all trademarks owned by, have an owner name with the name Christian or Dior. But I want to do and because I want to look for um, specifically Christian Dior. So let's do submit. Let's see what we find. See that we have 264 hits. Wow. Let's jump in and look at some of these. Perfume. Ah, I see. So this is probably their their perfume arm. Um, let's see. Ah, more perfume. Now, let, let's say you're interested in particular clothing, or let's see, let's see what. Else. Oh, interesting. Here we go. So we're already finding some some marks that appear to design of a toe. Yeah, so this is like a three-dimensional configuration mark where they're actually claiming, interestingly, the actual design of the tote bag. So they're basically saying that the tote bag is unique enough to merit protection. So this is this is an actual trademark, right? So kind of peculiar, not something that most people think of, but this is actually a way that you can use trademark to protect your products. Um, super interesting. As long as it's distinctive in the marketplace, so as long as a consumer seeing this this shape would think of Christian Dior, then it would be possible to obtain a trademark on it. Well, let's go I think back. this is the bag that our last commenter asked us about if there was a design patent on it and we couldn't find it. This wow. is the design she's talking about, but it is in trademarks. That's crazy. That's so cool. Um, so that's super interesting that you bring that up. So let's say that you wanted to actually see the product. Uh, if you clicked on TSDR, that would actually take you to the application system. And you can actually see what specimen they submitted. So let's see what specimen they submitted. Oh, actually, they filed an intent to use application, it looks like. Yeah, okay. So we're not going to see it yet. Eventually, though, when they submit a statement of use, they're going to have to indicate. Um, I, I doubt they provided a link to the URL for where the product is. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like it. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's that's an awesome point, Victoria. I missed that. I did not understand that that was the bag she was looking for. So very cool. Thanks for thanks for suggesting and for explaining that to me. Would have uh, missed that. <laughs> um, let's see what this is. So this is another, ah, okay, this is a pattern. Kind of interesting, right? So this is a repeating pattern of intersecting horizontal and vertical diagonal lines. So we can actually do a whole ser an episode on this, Victoria, but companies actually trademark patterns. It's a, it's a really powerful, another really powerful way to protect your product. So if you have a super distinctive pattern design on your, on your clothing, on your silk, on your bag, on, your, on anything really, as long as it's distinctive, in a way that a consumer looking at it would associate the good with your with your company with your brand, then it's possible to get a trademark on it. And this is a this is a perfect example. 
Um, one of the things that I like to do just to, just to explore is, I don't know if you noticed, but I actually, I actually honed in on all the word marks that didn't have any word elements in them, right? So for example, this one, this one right here, this is the, this is the pattern mark. Um, and then if we go down here, here, let's see, ah, see, here's another one. So this looks like trousers. Uh, what is this? Huh. Looks like trousers to me. Yeah. Wow. So like the position of the pockets almost. Um, again, this is an already registered mark. So theoretically, we should be able to see what specimen they submitted to obtain this, this trademark. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know why it's difficult to, ah, here we go. Huh, okay. So it looks like this is, so it's, it's kind of hard to see here, but let me see if I can zoom in here. Ah, it's gonna be tricky, but basically, oh, here we go, here we go. This gene design here, again, I'm super zoomed in here, so the quality I think is gonna be really, really bad and hard to see. Um, but basically, I'm just trying to show that that this back part of the genes, um, that's what they're covering here with their trademark. Um, go back. So you see that here? Um, let's see what else we can find. Let's keep going down. Oh, another pattern. Here's another pattern trademark. Check out. Let's see. Ah, uh, another pattern. Now, um, one of the reasons why I'm skipping over a lot of these word marks is because um, they're interesting in their own right. Um, but marks that aren't associated with any words, so on patterns or visual or just visual patterns or products even, I think they're really fascinating because in a sense, it's a way to use trademark to protect your product indefinitely, right? Because as long as it's distinctive and looks unique, you can get a trademark and then you can renew it every 10 years. So it never expires as long as you continue to use it. And as long as it's continuously um, used as a source identifier. So as long as it's distinctive, um, it's possible to, to continue renewing it. So it's eventually, effectively, you can make it last forever. So it's a really powerful way to protect the product. Oh, what's this? This is a perfume. It's like a perfume bottle. Very cool. Um, again, um, I, I really, I really didn't give much, uh, pay much attention to the, sorry, let me correct my zoom here to the, to the word, to the, uh, word marks. Um, but these are also all word marks that are going to be owned by Christian Dior. Um, is there another brand Victoria that, that, uh, you want me to look up? Um, sure. How about Burberry? Awesome. Let's check if I'm out. I spell them right? I think I did. Yes. Ah, here we go. Perfect example. So here's again, this is a pattern, right? But but whenever consumers see this pattern, they associate it with the brand. So super interesting. Super this is an awesome example 
Um, I'm so glad you uh, you mentioned this brand in particular. I'm going to close this window. Zoom in for you guys. So this pattern here, uh, they're actually protecting this exact pattern um, through trademark application. So one of the fascinating things that you can do and really, really powerful is look up, see another, here's another pattern. Let's see what other, uh, ah, pattern, here's another pattern. So aside from the obvious of like just protecting your name, right? Um, a lot of these companies are also going to have many, many other marks on other on other brand names that they use to sell their goods. Wow, they looks like they really have their pattern protected. There's multiple marks on it. Um, yeah, so I think I think just as another example, I think what I'll do also is. I can do a search also by their location. So if we want to go back to French houses, we can update our search. Um, and then, actually, I'm going to want to go back though, to do this. And then also in, indicate, for example, a type of good. Or, or we can just go under class 25 if we know already we're in clothing. So that's another way that another way that you can search by by location, um, or if you know that your the fashion house is in a particular city, you could just search by that city name. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so this is a really really good way. Again, let me let me just show you guys the search query that we use. Generally, uh, I can break it down for you guys one more time. But again, it's oh actually I didn't uh, make a banner for it. I'll give it to you guys now. So, so there. So this is one. Um, so you could do owner. That's O W is, is the location of the owner. So we could do it by city. Um, and then the other one that we did today was. Get it back for us. So it was just it was just O N. So I'll type it in for you guys. So this is the other one. So if you want to look for live marks, for example, for uh, for Chanel, you could just do live LD and and then name of the company. Um, now the only other thing that I'll say is remember for Christian Dior, we added the and between Christian and Dior. That's because we wanted to match Christian Dior and not just Christian or just Dior. So yeah, um, so that's how you how you search for for clothing for clothing companies again class 25 like if you wanted so if you wanted to limit this to location let me show you guys you can you can add an and and then and then just go under class 25 so let me update this so there you go uh, again remember for the class number you need to have the zero it needs to be three digits so just keep that in mind um, 
So that's how you would search for 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 uh, French French based clothing companies that have live trademarks. So very cool. Um, bit of a shorter episode today, but we covered some cool stuff. And what we can do that we can do in future episodes is we can look at some three dimensional configuration marks, which are also really cool. I was talking to Victoria about that offline. There's there's really really cool ways to protect products, and we kind of saw that already actually with that Christian Dior bag. Um, that was a really cool observation too. That that was actually what someone was was asking about in a prior episode. So interesting, right? They they use they use trademark protection instead of patents to protect their their design. So another really really good powerful avenue. So cool. Well, thanks so much, Victoria. This is episode 50. Super exciting. Uh, we're looking forward to bringing you guys episode 51, and pretty soon that'll be 100. <laughs> Very cool. All right. I will see you tomorrow. And we'll, uh, if you guys have any questions about intellectual property, please send them to Victoria. You can reach her at victoria at dbip.com. Um, also, well, I'll let that scroll for a second. Yep, we should show off our community number. So if you guys have any questions about patents, trademarks, copyrights, trade secrets, send them to us. 415-943-5193. Uh, 415-943-5193. And this will give you direct access to me. Um, I, will, I will personally respond, and we will get your questions answered on the show. So really, really exciting. Thank you, guys. Thank you.